T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. something from the Todd Feinberg Show? Listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast. Yeah, it's WTIC. Look, this is the utter corruption, the utter corruption, the utter breaking of our society, what's going on right now. You have to look at this in the proper framing. The left is trying to destroy the idea of electoral government. And the, the, the protection they have is, is uh, attacking Trump all the time and making him to be the root, out, the root of all evil, but they are. Land Bridgeport, hello. Hey, Todd. I think the Democrats have created what uh, Bill O'Reilly used to refer to as the grievance industry. And it's become a grievance society whereby everyone wants something from the government. For what purpose? But what are they doing with it? This is, uh, this is too kind and benign a, a sort of... Uh, look at it at this point. I think we're in crisis right now. They're stealing away. They have stolen away the idea of having elections that mean something. Well, that's right. And I think that you can't have two more different types of people coexisting in a society. So to say, you know, you know, we're working hard 40, 50 hours a week trying to provide for our families. And then you've got another set of people who are basically going to sit back and just let the government play Santa Claus on a daily basis. It's not, it's not sustainable. You can't have two opposite ends of people pulling in opposite directions to have a functional society. I think their goal is to not have a functional society, and they're doing a really good job of it. <laughs> they are doing a good job, and I, I just don't think it's sustainable. From a, Of course it's not sustainable. They're trying to crash it. Yeah, and I just I don't understand why people aren't fighting back. And I guess because people have been lulled to sleep. You know that uh, you know that analogy they use all the time about the frog in the water. I feel like that's what's happening. It's the Todd Feinberg Show live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. We, we have to break out of the linear tit-for-tat fighting over what's going on politically. First of all, there is nobody trying to do good public policy. What they're trying to do is figure out how to rig elections better than the other team is rigging elections. That's what they're fighting about. What they say to us is lies. What they say to us is cover stories to allow them to plunder more money. 
Joe Biden is stealing from us a half a trillion dollars in order to set people free from student loans that resulted from a compassion program started by the same Democratic Party, started by Joe Biden and his friends. They started student loans, which have near bankrupted the country. And now they're running to the rescue. This is how government works. It's a plundering organization designed to rob us blind, and it's doing a really good job. 860-522-9842. Who's that who just hung up? I take it personally when people leave. Who was that? Don't just sit there and smile. I want a name and rank and serial I can't remember who it was. I don't know. Well, just look at the directory there. It just says right there. Let's see who hung up. Nope, mine's stripped clean. I didn't have it. <laughs> I'll, look, I'll look. Christine in Middletown. Hi. Hi. Good afternoon, Todd. Uh, uh, first of all, I was amazed when I read your t- tweet that the current actually knew what a woman was. Well, they, they don't. They just use the word. It's <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Anyway, um, I think the progressives know that the enemy of a totalitarian government is a well-educated, self-sufficient public, and they are taking every means possible to corrode public education and well, steal done every that. dollar yep. they can from us to make yep. sure that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. But also, you know, I'm not sure if they're such an evil mastermind as all that. Maybe they've just destroyed education so they could make it into an election-rigging scheme by turning education over to a third-party special interest group known as a public sector union and not worry about what policy they make because they're way more important as a political ally than education is important to the Democrats. All about filling their coffers. Yes. At our expense, though, of course. Yes, at everybody's expense. I mean, they're yes. destroying the society right in front of us. What? Are, anything else you wanted to say? Well, they're not talking about all the, about the hundred food processing plants that burned down and all the farmland that Bill Gates in China has bought here, as well as the um, fertilizer emissions that we've seen in Canada and throughout Europe. It's going to devastate the farmers. Yeah, they don't want to talk about real problems, except for uh, things that they've got planned out way in advance. They, they've got these arguments planned out way in advance, the cover stories, to steal elections, to justify spending money, like this student loan crisis that Democrats created. I would not mind if they ran around saying we need to forgive student loans if they were taking responsibility. We created this crisis, the Democrats should be saying. Because we created student loans. We told you it would be good for you. Go to college. Take on debt. We'll help you. We'll give you cheap loans. Why don't they take responsibility? Why aren't they bragging about the fact that they, because they love you so much, they created student loans. And now they love you so much, they're going to save you from the student loans. Why aren't they taking ownership? And the media allows them to walk up to the microphone and announce how they're going to save you from student loans. And nobody says, well, aren't you embarrassed to be spending a half trillion dollars of tax dollars to be saving people from the student loans that you told them to take out and you designed a program for them to take out and now you've run the country, you say, into so much debt that it's a crisis that requires the spending of a half trillion dollars when we're already $30 trillion in debt. Where is the news media on this? Paul's in Waterbury. Hi, Paul. Yeah, hi, Todd. Uh, 
Listen, all is forgiven about yesterday in the phone thing. What do you mean? You didn't ask me for forgiveness. Why did you, uh, why well, did, we went no, to you not, and you I were having just, a meeting was, with your banker? I, I was kind of upset that Anthony wouldn't put me through and I was finally freed of the bankers, but then I calmed down. You know, my rage calmed down. And oh, good. I, well, I'm glad you got your senses. rage under finally, control. Finally, my, I come back to my senses. Good. I'm glad I finally, I do eventually. But as far as Biden goes, Todd, do you think he even has any intentionality to be an evil genius? Do you think he even has the energy to have a plan? This man is so vacant. Have you seen the clips, the YouTube clips of him in press conferences when he can't even make it through a sentence and loses track? And he has the vacant Alzheimer's stare that he's got? This man, he doesn't have any energy. He doesn't have any intentionality. Well, except the, the stuff he's saying is so grotesque. Let me see if I've got it right here. I'll play it for you and see, see if this is the one you're thinking about, maybe. Or, or if it's one of the ones you're thinking about. Isn't this unfair to people who paid their student loans? All right, so he's asked, isn't this unfair to people who pay their student loans? And listen to what he says. It's hard to hear. to people who, in fact, do not own multi-billion dollar businesses. They see one of these guys get more attached. Is that fair? Is it fair for one of these people who doesn't own multi-million dollar businesses to see one of these people getting tax breaks? So he's, he's taking the energy of a question about his disgusting policy, and he's trying to make it a war between classes. So I see intentionality there. Yeah, and the problem, too, I just think he's being, he's, people are feeding him things to say, because I don't think the guy, well, that's the true. guy belongs in a nursing home. He belongs in a nursing home having a pureed lunch and going to bingo at 2 o'clock. He, he does not even have, to my mind, Todd, the man is vacant. He's like one of the clients I work with, one of the mentally disabled, uh, developmentally disabled clients I work with. But isn't this a semantic question whether with any president? Because we don't know what presidents think of themselves or, or what they're just handed by the machinery that, that they sit upon, you know? I, I just find that I, I just think his mind is 60% gone. And why is he in the presidency? And you look at these YouTube clips, Todd, and it's so, so scary. I, I mean, the man, you know, he, and he gets away with it. And they, they let it go. They let go the fact that he confuses Syria with Madagascar. I, I just, and he can't make it through even a sentence without losing track. And the man, we have a, it's like, Oh, Paul, we just lost your uh, signal. Thank you for the call, though. And we forgive you for uh, for uh, doing what you did to us yesterday. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. Listen to um, who's that guy you just sent me the cut of? Oh, Tim Dillon. Listen to this Tim Dillon stuff. This guy's a comedian, but this is a question we have to ask ourselves: like, where does this all lead? Do you think about this at all? Where does it lead? If you think about where we are right now. Think about that the Democrats, everything they're doing, they're accusing Donald Trump of doing. And Donald Trump may be doing it, too. I don't know. But I don't think so. I think it's more that they cover up their own desire to destroy the country with the destruction of Donald Trump by accusing him of doing what they're doing. That seems to be a pattern. 
in my opinion. I think what happens next is we'll, we'll just have, you know, these uh, giant oscillating swings between right and left. And then I think, you know, eventually it'll get to a point where large areas in the country are unlivable for a myriad of reasons, perhaps crime or homelessness, climate, whatever. Um, very you know, well-off or well-connected people will have these kind of enclaves that are, this is already happening. And then there'll be, you know, a fight to be in one of those two groups. And then eventually a dictator, a strong mess, somewhere down the line, some man or woman will come in and go, this system's I am going to run things, and they will run things. See, what he's talking about is what they accuse Trump of being. And this is why I think it's a cover story. They're, they want to accuse Trump of being the strong man because the strong man is the natural result of a rigged government. What we now have is a rigged government. Bernie Sanders, again, his word, it's his phrase, we have a rigged system. It's the rigged system. Well, who rigged the system? It's the politicians in Washington and the ones in Hartford who sold off public policy to the bidders. That's where the rig system came from. It came from the people in the positions of power to sell off the power. And they keep accusing each other. But anyway, if you've got a rig system and, and, and nothing works except through graft, that's America today, then everyone's frustrated. Well, if elections don't allow our voice to be heard and our voice to push the machinery in a new direction, how do we adjust the machinery to allow things to happen that we need to have happen how does the will of the people express itself if the gears the system of gears that we built to take the energies that we we put into the system and and turn them into public policy if they refuse to do it because they've already sold off the public policy then what happens well everyone gets frustrated and says we need a strong man we need somebody who can break the rust of the system so the gears can work once again. Peter in Litchfield, you're on WTIC. Hi. Thanks, Todd. Um, if I'm not mistaken, the Obama administration nationalized the uh, student loans and took them away and, and from the local banks. And in that, they must have paid the banks the loans. So clear me up on this. If, is that just doubling what we're talking about, if they took over every loan and forgave the banks the loans, and uh, then they paid all that money to them, now they're paying all this money out. I mean, shouldn't that be brought up in the, if, if that if that's the case? I, mean, I don't recall. I don't recall if 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 it's all been nationalized or parts of it have been. There's different kinds of loans, and they've made the the system more complex, and they've paid off. They've forgiven already certain blocks of of uh people who have student yeah student well, loan debt. however however amount that he nationalized that those are banks that didn't just give it up to them they, no i uh, think they still get bank. the i think the banks still get the fees for managing it's sort of like how your mortgage gets transferred around now to different companies every couple of years and they're just they're just collection agents who manage like, do the paperwork sounds like obama was way ahead of set it up for the Democrats in the future to forgive to take by taking them over. 
And uh, that was uh, just know, another way. Like, it could be. I don't know how clever they are. I don't know if they knew when they set up the student loans 50 you years you ago. You think Obama's clever? No, no, I'm just saying, <laughs> I don't know if it's him. Maybe they had this idea. Maybe this is Karl Marx, and it's in one of his books, and, and they were thinking about it when FDR started turning us into a Marxist <laughs> society. I don't know. You know, it's hard either. to trace the roots of these things. You're 100% right, sir. Thank you. Thank you for the call. All I know is you, if you look at it right now, it's clear what they're up to. It's plainly clear. What concerns me the most and what makes me the most curious is that they're actually intelligent people, thoughtful people who are unable to see this. Mostly they're liberals who, who refuse to see anything bad about government spending more money, like all government all increases in government spending are good things to liberals. Everybody over at government-funded radio, state radio, thinks it's all beautiful. Paying for equity. How much are you paying for equity? Oh, I don't know. It's good, though, isn't it? It's wonderful. Finally, we're getting equity. These are smart people who went to college, and, and they're functionally stupid because they go along with this. We're being scammed. We don't have what we think we have, which I don't know. The Wizard of Oz is about this, right? You have the wizard behind the curtain pretending to have powers he doesn't have. He's just conning people. He just puts on a little fire show. The great and powerful Oz. What were they mocking? Who were they mocking? Wasn't that just a statement about how the powerful con the little people and the little people go along with it? I feel like that's where we are. That we don't learn, we don't get better, we don't get smarter. And that's what Tim Dillon is talking about. In, in a way, and it will probably won't be for the best, but like the system will collapse. But I don't know if we'll see it. I think that's happening right now. The system is collapsing, and we're seeing it, we're feeling it, but we don't understand what it is. But it will collapse. That's what's going on right now, I think. What do you think? Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. Miss something from the Todd Feinberg Show? Listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast. Tim Dillon, the comedian. We've been playing some cuts of him, and he's basically predicting the end of America. But he's predicting where we are already. That's the funny thing. It's where we are right now. 860-522-9842. Kathy in Windsor. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Todd. It's actually Kathy from East Windsor. Oh, from <laughs> East Windsor. That's a whole different thing, Anthony. Come on. It is. <laughs> Do you have a lot of warehouses there? Um, Not too many. No, no. not really. Okay. Where is that? And Windsor? Park. No, East Windsor is... Um, no, no, I meant where is it? From, is it Windsor that has all the... There's been controversy about these big warehouses that are being built. Have oh, yes, that's Windsor. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, what do you want to talk about? Well, I heard you talking about the man behind the curtain. Yes. And I fully agree with you. I am currently reading the book called The Courage to Face COVID by John Meek and Dr. Peter McCullough. And they approach COVID as a crime. Mm-hmm. And they have found that Bill Gates, Klaus Schwab, SEPI, and I forget, there's a few other organizations that have had this pandemic in the plans for years, along with the vaccine and not talking about other proven medications that are much cheaper that could have saved so many lives. You mean like ivermectin and stuff? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And another point that I wanted to tell you about, and I don't know if you had the chance to see it, but Mike Lindell has, for the two years now, has had a summit in August. He just had the Moment of Truth Summit last weekend, and they've uncovered proof that the 2020 election was rigged. And at the end of that summit, a whistleblower also came up, forgive me, I don't remember his name, but he also said that the George W. Bush and Al Gore election on Bush's second term was also rigged. So it goes on both sides, but it's a system we definitely have to pick. Kathy, thank you for the phone call, and thank you for pointing out those uh, sources. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. Here's Tim Dillon. And someone will come in and go, "Yeah, these elections are all fake, and it doesn't matter anyway. Why do you f- 
need to vote. Here's a coupon for a chicken sandwich. And people go, I like chicken. Isn't that what, what was that? 30 seconds? No, that was like 10 seconds. Didn't he just sum up everything that's going on in <laughs> politics right now? And someone will come in and go, yeah, these elections are all fake and it doesn't matter anyway. Why do you need to vote? Here's a coupon for a chicken sandwich. And people go, I like chicken. I like chicken. Yeah. So that's what people are doing right now. Intelligent, educated people. Like people went to college, went to good colleges. They say, oh, free education. That's wonderful. Pay off those loans. Oh, that's so good, Mr. President. And then, you know, people just go, and they don't care. And then you go, there'll be Netflix, and there'll be Domino's, and you'll sit in your house, and they'll say, well, you can't drive today because of the climate. And people go, yeah, it's Tuesday. Can't get my car because of climate. And you'll sit there, and they'll give you, they'll feed you poison, and you'll watch TV. Uh, and a few people will riot, but very few, because most people will be pacified by the goodies, which they'll still probably have. And, you know, the leader will come on and tell, like, well, they'll be like, hello, everyone. And you'll go, hey, and it, it'll be a celebrity. <laughs> it'll be someone you know. It'll be someone you know. Someone familiar. Yeah. I think that's where we are. We're going to have a great conversation, <laughs> I predict, in the next segment with Andrew Holt. From, uh, what's that called? The Donkey Kong? I forget what it's called. We'll, we'll double check it. But it's, it's about warehouses and, and uh, the plundering of the land, I guess. It connects to the Tim Dillon thesis. Mark Christopher now in the BPS Lawyers Traffic Center. show live from the nj diet studios on wtic news talk 1080 wtic good afternoon so you've been reading about these warehouses right they're putting these big warehouses into the state and they're putting them into kind of uh countrified areas or or suburban areas where they're it's an invasion sometimes it's scary to think about having huge buildings with thousands of trucks coming in and out every day and it's a threat i think to the way of life for some people and it, it's interesting to me from a political point of view so there's one called uh, that's been nicknamed project donkey kong which is such a great name andy holt joins us from defeat project highlands andy welcome to wtic hi todd thanks for having me so fill us in on this what is going on exactly well it's been going on for over a year now uh, they've changed the name. It was Project Donkey Kong, and then the developer decided that that name sounded ridiculous, I guess, and they were so they changed it to uh, Project Highlands, which I guess is a little more uh, vanilla. And um, we've been fighting the fight uh, as far as uh, an in inland wetland so far. We've had probably at least uh, half a dozen hearings and going back and forth and well hang on um, back up a little bit so this is uh where is this located this piece of land this is right in cromwell right in north cromwell right on the cromwell rocky hill uh town lines and wasn't there a similar fight like a year and a half ago um it's basically the same fight it's uh they they were they had to we had to, we got a peer review and they had, they ended up withdrawing the first application um because they ran out of time and then they came back and they um they modified the plan a little bit but they didn't modify the size of the structure at all the only thing they did was um 
there was a 10-acre retention pond right next to everybody's house um, in the first plan, and they got rid of that um, in their second plan. All right, hang on a sec now. This is, I heard this is a million-square-foot building. Is that right? It is. It's, exa- it's a million square feet. It's one of the largest structures would be in the state. Um, that's, that's just a stunning thing. And, and how would you describe the, the area where they want to put it? It's farm. It's a farmland. There's corn growing in it right now. Uh, they have corn stalks going out throughout the whole field. Um, it's always been farmland. As far back as anyone can remember, it's been farmland. Now, the political process, so a developer comes in and they have to go through permitting. How exactly does that process work? Where does it start? And So they have to start at Inland Wetlands because um, they need to get a special permit because they're building the building on top of wetlands. So this would so, be a, an environmental board that that is specifically charged with making sure it's not violating state or local ordinances regarding building on wetlands is that what it is correct yep made to specifically protect wetlands and make sure waterways are not impeded and make sure that um you know any construction project going on isn't upsetting you know the natural balance of of the area and what's the name of the developer again the developer named is scanell um they're out of indiana um, and the uh, law firm that represents them is Robinson and Cole, and they're right in Hartford. Okay, and did this? Did these guys go before this wetlands board already and get an approval? They haven't gotten an approval yet. Like uh, we've been fighting, we've been going back and forth with them uh, for like uh, over a year now, um, and the board has yet to dis- the Inland Wetlands Commission has yet to decide um, if they're going to approve the special application that they put in or not. Um, okay. we have, there's a meeting coming up um, September 7th, and we anticipate a decision will be made at that meeting. And is that is this a linear process, so one board has to approve it and then it goes on to the next one, or are there several different approval processes going on at the same time? There's a few, and it's, it's one at a time. Um, so basically, if it gets through inland wetlands, it then um, has to go to planning and zoning. Um, which is another, which is another board, um, which will open up. If, it, if it, we're hoping it doesn't even get that far, we're hoping mm-hmm. Inland Wetlands does the right thing and just denies the application. And they have, you know, they have a pile of evidence and a pile of reasons to do it to deny the application. Um, but if it, the, the next step goes to planning and zoning, which brings forth a whole new set of reasons why this project shouldn't go forward. Um, but we're hoping we can. Stop it right in inland wetlands. Andrew Holt is our guest. Andy, is uh, were you politically active before this? Did you get drawn into politics just for this fight to resist this building? I, you know, from- I've always been interested in politics. Always tried to pay attention, um, but never directly involved in anything. But you know, when when your uh, home uh, town is kind of being invaded, you uh, tend to take an interest and see a complete disregard for. The people in the town and the land that is in the town, you tend to get involved and you want to, you know, make sure you want to see that the right thing is done and you want to kind of fight the fight. Well, that's pretty dramatic language. Describe why you see it as being an invasion. Well, we're going to have, if that building gets built, we're going to have an invasion of trucks, hundreds of trucks. They're talking about 150 loading docks uh, on this, uh, in this facility. Um, so you're talking, you know, hundreds of trucks. Every day. Uh, coming in and out every day on a two-lane road that is not built for any type of uh, 
commercial truck traffic to this scale. Um, the towns of Rocky Hill and Cromwell will be directly impacted with gridlock every day. And, you know, there's pollution impacts, there's, you know, environmental impacts. There's so many reasons why we should never do this project. Um, and quite frankly, uh, you know, when you sit in all of these meetings and you hear everybody talk, everybody, the public has a chance to speak and everything like that. Not one person that hasn't been paid by Scannell is in favor of this project and has gotten up and said, here's why we should do this. And well, wait a sec. How about the people on the board that are supposed to be protecting the wetlands? Do they sound well, like they're on your side or do they sound like they want this to happen? It's tough to say. It's tough to say. I think a lot of them are playing their cards close to the vest. Um, they're hesitant to kind of say how they feel about it. Um, and then there's a couple, you know, in the last meeting, there was a, some, there was a few contentious exchanges between um, the lawyer that um, our group hired and uh, a couple of board members um, asking some uh, interesting questions that uh, we felt were almost kind of unfair um, to be asking, asking stuff like, have we gone on site? To do, did we trespass and gone on site to do studies and stuff like that? And it's just uh, like they want to make you into bad guys. Exchange, right? It was, uh, it was kind of focusing on the wrong thing. Um, is what the uh, overwhelming thought was uh, in, during the bad. But exchange. it's it's interesting that that you would have to even start a group to resist a development and and raise money and then go. Have you guys hired a lawyer? We did. We've hired a lawyer. Uh, his name is John Parks. He's had some success in fighting this very same fight uh, in South Windsor, where they actually they had he was able to get the planning and zoning of South Windsor to shoot another warehouse down up there. Mm -hmm. um, that was probably oh six months ago, I think now something like that. And um, so he's had some success uh, doing this, and we've had to, we've hired experts. We've hired. Uh, Rima Ecological Services, and they've, you know, they've done a study uh, kind of evaluating what the plan is and evaluating what the impacts will be. And, uh, you know, we've, we've raised a decent amount of money so far. We've raised about $15,000. Um, How have you done that? We, went, we have a GoFundMe. Um, if anybody uh, is in the position to donate, we take donations. It's called Help Save the Heart of Cromwell. Um, on GoFundMe. We also have a change.org petition going um, that's uh, Defeat Project Highlands. That I think last time I looked, it was over 600 names on that petition um, in support of uh, defeating this project. So, you know, it's, it's the support, and it's all, you know, it's all grassroots. It's all just regular people. It's, you know, everybody volunteers, and we're hoping that we can, you know, defeat this thing. And it's, uh, but I'm interested more, I want to ask you again about the politics and, and get into that a little more. Are there people who hold elective office in your community who are standing up and expressing your side of this? What's your feeling about how the process unfolds? You know, because this is a learning experience, I assume, trying to fight off this kind of huge development, to have a million square foot development proposed for, for a... Um, a shipping warehouse with, with hundreds of trucks coming through every day through what's now farmland, and, and that would include the modification of wetlands to make it possible. The, that sounds like a big thing, and you would think that there would be all kinds of political people holding elective office or, or other positions, and they'd be standing up with you guys trying to help you resist it. 
Not a one, Todd. Not a one. Uh, we've reached out um, to, you know, local state reps, and, you know, people are very hesitant to make a stand. Um, I don't know if it's, I don't know what, where exactly the fear would be in doing the right thing. But, um, you know, we have people, we have people that express interest. We have people that, uh, you know, kind of ask us about it, but not really want to get out in front on this thing, Um, which is okay. I think it's better that the people, you know, when you see an overwhelming uh, amount of people, uh, just regular people that, you know, that are coming to these meetings and getting up there and speaking a lot for the first time, a lot of them, you know, hadn't been to an inland wetlands meeting before and didn't, um, you know, and it was a learning experience for everybody. But when that room is full, and then when the room downstairs is full, that that they won't they won't let everybody in the same room. So they have a YouTube feed of everybody downstairs in the lobby at the town hall, um, and people can Be- watch the YouTube feed down there, which is ridiculous in its own. Because uh, they don't have a big enough space, or they're you think they're deliberately keeping you separate, so there's not too much yeah, strength in one room. On He's splitting. The, they're splitting the crowd on purpose. Um, there is a gymnasium that is in the town hall that, uh, for you know, other decisions that have been made, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that it, the town has been interested in, where you'd have a large turnout. Um, that gym has been used. You know, I can think back at least a you know at least a dozen half a dozen times uh, that I that I'm aware of. Um, but for this, uh, they want to split the crowd instead, um, which you've you know, raises a red flag with all of us is why do you want to do that? Um, and I and, think and they is this, uh, the they you're referring to is this board, the environmental board? I don't know if it's the board itself or it's people within the town hall, the bureau, you know, uh, other, you know, people that are, aren't elected, but, you know, appointed that are setting, setting things up. Um, but I, I, I don't that, get I this. Think, uh, aren't yeah. there? Who are the elected people in the town, and, and have you sat down and talked with them? No, no, they they haven't. They haven't said. They haven't reached out to us uh, at all. They have not reached out. I have never not one. Not one of the meetings. They've nobody's gotten up and spoken on behalf of, you know. The town of Cromwell, other this than is, you know, other than a couple of the commissioners. Sounds amazing to me. Yeah, it's um, it's you know, it, it gives you it gives you a sense. You it, it gets everybody wondering what's going on behind closed doors. Well, uh, I think it makes you feel that there's a lot of money involved, and that there's a absolutely. desire on the town's part to be able to yeah. lower that the, the uh, you know to have a bigger tax base and to be able to lower people's property taxes. Right, and then, but I think there's a misconception going on there um, as far as you know. Oh, we're gonna, you know, some people do say that you know the tax revenue is worth having it, and no deal has been made as far as what the revenue, what the what kind of write-offs kind of they're going to get over the yeah, first few years. Kind of payoff, you know, because even for example, in the last warehouse that Scannell built, they built another warehouse in town already. Yeah, and they had. I think they didn't have to pay any taxes on that building for a number of years. Yeah, first um, five or six years or something. I want to say it was. It might have even been ten. I'm not. I'd have to. Yeah, look, I'd have scary. to look into that to know for sure. But I know that they didn't have to pay taxes on that building for the first several years that it was built. All right, Andrew. Um, we've we've got just a minute left. Andrew Holt is our guest. Tell people how to donate and find you guys online. Help Save the Heart of Cromwell is the GoFundMe page. Please donate there. Um, you can also go to cha- if 
change.org and sign the petition. I just ask, don't donate on change.org. We're having a problem um, okay. with with the money on change.org. Uh, people have donated to change.org, and they're being a little squirrely with uh, getting the money, but that's another fight we're fighting as well. Okay. Uh, but uh, stay, uh, help save the heart of Cromwell is the GoFundMe. There's also a Facebook page, Defeat Project Highlands, where we try to give as many updates as possible as far as where the meetings are, what's going on, um, any updates that we might have. So, uh, yeah, feel free to join that group. And Well, yeah, quickly, is there a meetings, there's a meeting scheduled right now? Yep. So the next Inland Wetlands meeting is September 7th at the Town Hall in Cromwell. Uh, we encourage everybody to go. Uh, it's, it's nice to have an overwhelming force there. Um, and, uh, you know, you can, I'm not sure on this one. I'm not, they're not, I'm not sure if there's going to be public comments or not. Um, we went back and forth on the last All right, well, one. Well, keep us, uh, keep us up to date. Okay. So that we can, time, Todd. I appreciate it. Yeah. I want to help get people in there and, uh, let them be part of this process. Andrew Holt, that it's fascinating stuff. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 